Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 59 of the Be Awesome podcast. And as promised, I think I've done one every day for the last five days. And today I have a old friend, as a matter of fact, I think I'll start. I want to see if I can find this uh, picture. I got a picture of the dealership, but I have a uh, an old friend uh, of over 30 plus years. And a lot of what I do locally now, uh, I wasn't doing just a couple short months ago. Uh, and it's happened primarily because I was asked to speak at, a, uh, at an Eastern Chamber of Commerce business appreciation night. And it happened to be uh, on a night that was was giving an award to a longtime friend, the real Jason Bourne, uh, Jason Bourne from Bourne's Auto Center. Uh, and it was a submission by Mike Kelly, who's the general manager there, who I have both of these guys uh, on to talk about Bourne's Auto Center and Easton and life. But I was doing my digging, as I do for all of these uh, podcasts, and I was really amused that when I did a search for Jason Bourne Easton, uh, this was the fourth picture that showed up, which is a picture of me uh, because this, I was speaking just as after he got his award. So, um, welcome guys to the be awesome podcast. This is your first podcast, right? It is. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. For uh, <laughs> I got all, I got all rookies here this week. This is great. I, I get to do a good job of hazing. So, you know, before we get started, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, uh, for those of you that live in this area, Bourne's auto center, if you've been around for 15 plus years, you've watched this business, uh, go from attached to a Dunkin' Donuts with a couple of cars, and Jason was uh, changing tires, car sales, finance, and everything, to this incredible uh, dual dealership, one in Easton, Massachusetts, and one in Daytona. If I get any of my facts wrong, let me know. But one also in Daytona, and their inventory currently, right now, <clears throat> stands at 605 cars between the two, to, to the two dealerships. Um, and I did, a, I did a, a, a quick number on mine, and... 13 years, I've bought eight cars and one motorcycle from you guys. So I think I, I think I did all right by you guys uh, over the years. And it's because you guys have done all right by me. Um, but let, let's talk, Jake. You love cars. Talk about, you know, where you came into this. Mike, when you came into this, you've been there forever. Um, give us a little bit of background before all this stuff. So interestingly enough, um, so we opened that store attached to Dunkin' Donuts in 1998. Uh, I... Uh, Left Babson, graduated from Babson in uh, 1996, got into the car. We've always been in the transportation business. Uh, we had a leasing company, and I was uh, remarketing our lease turn-ins. So I said, well, you know, why can't we remarket other lease companies, their turn-ins? So we started purchasing cars at auction. But interesting enough, I actually have uh, Jake Churchill is, uh, is in my office today, and uh, he was actually the first purchase that I made at a wholesale auction. Yeah. It goes back, oh, geez, it goes back to – I would say 1991 or two. Is that it? We, bought it, we bought a 1989 Ford Taurus show at Odessa Concord. That thing was mint black with tan leather interior. Five speed. Yep. Five speed. Yep. Um, and that, uh, that got me rolling uh, from there, uh, you know, 60, 70, 80,000 cars later, here we are in Easton with a 55,000 square foot facility and, when this month started, when, when March started, uh, we were tracking to, to have a record month in March. We were tracking for 460 vehicles. Obviously, the, the spigot shut off halfway through the month, and uh, 
we're in the same boat as the rest of the industry. But it's uh, it's been a fun ride. Obviously, I, I enjoy automobiles, and I think my passion will keep us going. And uh, obviously, having Mike by my side has been a tr- tremendous help uh, getting us uh, as to where we are today. Yeah. And Mike, you've been around. I mean, Jay, you so I think you sold me my first car, then it was Mike. And now Mike's moved me on to Dallas, and I like him the best out of all three of you, and he's not even on this call. So that's, a, that's an honest referral there. But you've been around for, for a while. You started just selling cars, and now you're – Yeah, I started in 2003. Uh, Jason called me. I was one year out of college at the time, working for an insurance company, no real direction. Um, and he had, was still at Dunkin', next to Dunkin' Donuts at the time, and they were doing the build-out uh, over here uh, on Belmont Street. And, um, I came down and talked to him on a Saturday and basically, you know, he said, Hey, I need someone to help, you know, sell some more cars. And at the time it was just him, his sister, Jackie, I got to throw Ryan Cass in there. Cause he's a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. He, Bill Nixon talked about him like seven times. So oh, yeah. Ryan, he still works for us. Um, and, uh, and maybe one other mechanic at the time. And, and we came over. So I worked over there for probably about two months. And then we moved over here right before Thanksgiving in 2003. Yeah. And when we came over here, we're like, how are we ever going to fill this place? And yeah. we were, at the time, we were only down in the left-hand side. That There was still businesses up in the... Yeah, you were at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Now we're completely out of space. But uh, so, yeah. So I've been here for just about 17 years. Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about that. Because you said four, 460 cars you were supposed to sell in March. You also have a service center. You also have a, 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 a collision uh, auto body shop. You also have uh, another lot, a, a satellite lot. That's a big space. I mean, how many, you know, how many mechanics do you have today? How many auto body people? What's the total total headcount over there? Total headcounts uh, at all locations. So you have here, Daytona. Then you have the satellite Pearl Street. Um, that's where we recondition all the cars, which is its own service department. Uh, just to do our cars, mm-hmm. cleaning, photoing, all that. And then we actually have car bids too over over uh, near Target, mm-hmm. uh, Eastman Street, where it's kind of like our 10,000 and under lot um, on Eastman Street, Easton. Um, so we had those four locations and all told on on March 20th, we had a, 127 people um, working for us on the payroll that, that week. Wow. And so, you know, all this stuff happens. You know, I, I was blind to it. I've said it on a number of podcasts. I was I was blind and ignorant to it, partly because my job uh, almost solely is is around being around people. So I didn't want to even think about social distancing, shelter in placing, or any of this stuff. Um, but this stuff hits. What 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 does your world look like? What happened? What did you do? What did you have to pivot to? What are you doing now? Well, the service in the body shop, uh, they were considered to be essential services. Uh, we were allowed to be open, uh, but we did have a couple of employees that were uh, had symptoms. So it uh, hit home really fast for us. Mm-hmm. So we decided to to close down 100% until they were tested to find out whether or not the virus is in the building. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they tested negative. Um, so we did bring some employees back uh, with a uh, skeleton crew from us. So we had 107 layoffs. We have 107 people. So just, I've never had to lay off a person in my career. And that was a very, very difficult day. Um, but we've been here for our customers with a smaller crew for mainly emergency services for our clientele. And we are now doing some curbside test drives, again, by appointment only, um, sanitizing the vehicles. And, uh, but it's, uh, 
We have the PPP. Actually, we approved the PPP uh, last Tuesday. Uh, I signed the paperwork today, as a matter of fact, uh, hoping to be funded uh, by Monday. And our plan is to, as, as that, how that program works is we now have eight weeks to, to essentially take the money that PPP, PPP provided to have to go back out to uh, your employees to rent to utilities. So we're going to bring back 100%, 90% of our, our service and body shop staff, uh, mm-hmm. staff and uh, a couple of more sales support staff. So that will be starting Monday. So at least it, it seems to be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, but uh, it's been very, very challenging to say the least. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, I've seen some, uh, you know, so I've done a little bit of homework and I've seen some dealerships that just, they just absolutely closed down. They just shut the doors and they just said, you know what, it's not worth, you know, it's not worth even trying to do anything. The fact that you guys are doing something is, is amazing in itself. The virtual, you know, the, um, the um, one-on-one, so if someone calls, someone's going online, I'm guessing your, your web traffic is probably still pretty good. People still, you know, one of the things, um, you know, <laughs> one of the things of all people that shared this with me is my therapist. Everybody should have one even in, in good times, but bad times are even better. But, you know, we we're talking about this and it's like, he says, you know, hey, I need a mattress, uh, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go test drive a mattress when this stuff's spreading around. But as soon as it's done, you know, I'm going to get a mattress. So there's got to be a lot of people that, prior to this all hitting like the, like COVID quarantine didn't prevent a car from breaking or hitting a hundred thousand miles or getting to 10 years. So you, you got to have a lot of people looking, um, you know, how does that, how do they, how do they do the, 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 the drop test drive? Do they just call you up and schedule it or. Yeah. So, um, so it's interesting The the website traffic is down about 30%. I took a look at it uh, just at, at, out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, a big part of this is obviously you know, the safety aspect of our, of our employees and, and the customers. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we shorten the hours, um, we put up, um, plastic shields at, at the desks, um, that were actually given, uh, given to me by, uh, LD plastics in, in Brockton. If you need any, if anybody needs the plastic stuff, Gary and Dana Hermanson, um, uh, Easton guys, um, uh, he had them for me within probably like six hours and was, it was just incredible. Um, and I'm actually getting more for him, for him. Uh, from them too. So we're trying to make sure that we're spacing people out um, when they're coming in, setting half hour interval appointments. We'll have the car outside. Um, It will be mostly internet based um, customers, customers that have been shopping online and um, they're not just coming down. Hey, I don't know what I want to buy. It's very specific to the vehicle. We have it out front. They send their license ahead of time. We have it out there. No contact. They don't even come into the showroom and we set up the test drive. Um, so uh, it's been it's been every week we've been selling more cars. So it's the like Jason said, the light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel is is mm-hmm. pretty good. And we we hit the whole range of emotions, to <laughs> saying that we're going to close, forget it, pack yeah. it up, um, to to doing uh, using our phones to show cars to yeah. people, yeah. videoing virtual test, drives. virtual test drives, to now doing the curbside test drive, which which seems to be um, work, working the best. And then we have the, the two people who are responding to the leads. Um, they're, they're working from home. Um, and, uh, so that that's again, just not to have too, too many people around. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing that's a little bit challenging with cars, I mean, people need cars. We've, I've, I've seen more nurses, um, uh, first responders, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, police EMS, um, people that were think about before this happened, 
um, let's say your car was a total at the, at the beginning of March or whatever, and you're in a rental car or your car broke down. We have more people come in in rental cars. They just need to get out of the rental car. They're paying for that every single day to get into a car because it's much more cost effective to own the car. So um, we've had some people that have been really um, thankful that, you know, that we were doing something for them. Yeah. Now in Florida, a Daytona store in Florida, we are considered essential, which is interesting how they differ per state. Um, mm -hmm. But again, and, and, you know, you can argue as to why we shouldn't, shouldn't be essential. I mean, like Mike said, a lot of our clientele has been first responders. You, you still need a vehicle. You need to get to work. Um, but uh, our Daytona store, even as being essential, we're still down about 40% down there sales wise. Mm -hmm. I mean, still it's, it's a challenging, you know, climate down there as well. Yeah. I mean, the overhead you have too is, is, I mean, yeah, so six, that's, 605 cars yeah, so uh, and they're not, and they're not they're I think the price I saw in, uh, in Brockton, they vary from $3,800 to thirty-eight dollars or $48,000. Yeah. And there's, there's one aspect as well that a lot of people don't see for, for our industry. Um, there's, there's one, you have your overhead, you have your, your payroll, you, you know, again, your, your insurance, your utilities, your rent. But what people don't understand is we're sitting on $15 million in inventory. So we've seen the market adjust in the past about four weeks. Mm -hmm. It's adjusted down with 15%, which is a, a massive movement in, in value. Mm -hmm. so we have to not only make up the lost, you know, revenue and the expenses that we're absorbing, but we just watched our inventory drop, you know, value drop by probably about $2 million in that range. So that's, that's a number that's, it's, you don't see it. You're not looking at it every day on your screen, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> so not to make matters worse or make you feel any worse, but this would probably be a phenomenal time for someone to think about buying a car. So we've been buying, yeah. we've been buying. We, we yeah. feel as if that uh, we have to take advantage of these opportunities that the market's giving. Uh, yeah. A lot of deals aren't buying. So uh, mm -hmm. today we bought, uh, I think we bought, uh, let's see, 11, 15 vehicles today. Yeah. Um, so on an, typically we buy when under normal conditions, we're buying about 100 to 120 a week. Mm -hmm. um, but I think right now we're buying probably about 50 a week or so. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not sure. We, you know, we're averaging retail cars, our recent store, about 400 a month. Uh, you know, coming out of this, I think we're going to go back to probably 250, 300. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be about a year or so before we get back to where we were, hopefully. Fingers crossed. No. Uh, but I, there's a great, up, great time right now, uh, once we come out of this, too, there's going to be some excellent values uh, in the marketplace, especially where we've been buying the inventory. Some dealers aren't buying. Yeah. But I think now's the time. You have to take advantage right now and buy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I mean look, I, I talked about it at the Eastern Chamber of Commerce when I opened it up and uh, your license plate says it all about you, your license plate anti up, man. You always, you're always, you, one of the things that I've always applauded about you is your willingness to go all in um, when, when you're passionate, when you know about it. Um, you still got Russell. Is he still buying? Russell. Yeah. Russell bought 11 of them. He's a yeah. secret weapon right there. Like the, the guy's like the, he's like, he is like the number one. Uh, and it's important. I do think that Russell is one of the best buyers in the country and he's very highly respected. Um, yeah. in the industry. So it's, we're very fortunate to have him. Well, I got to, I got to have the inside, I share this. I got, I got to have the inside line once and go to the auction with you guys. And it was amazing with all these guys with magnets and books and all this stuff. And Russell would walk in and it'd be these 10 lines of cars. If anybody ever has never been to an auto auction, you get the opportunity. It's, it's worth, it's worth a day of your life just to experience what goes on the fast pace and everything else. But all these people have all this research. I got their phones. They're doing all this stuff. Russell walks in. All of a sudden, he's got a parade of people that follow. And he just runs his hands and looks at it. And he can tell the lines. And he can tell everything. He doesn't need a magnet to see if there's Bondo on it. I mean, unbelievable eye uh, in what he buys. And, and you know, 
uh, eight, eight cars on a motorcycle later. I'm sure a couple of those came from, from Russell's eyes and that they've, they've turned out good. Um, one thing I want to back up on, because it intrigues me a little bit. Um, Mike, you said you guys went through all of the emotions, the whole range of emotions. Would you say that when you, uh, I mean, tell me about like doing something. I always say doing something's better than doing nothing. Did you find even that little, that, that little, whatever a, car, a sale came in, you know, opposed to not coming in, did you find something or do you feel a trigger in your mind that was just like, Hey, this is going to be all right. We're going to get through this. Um, was it? It's right now where we're sitting here today. I mean, I, when you originally asked us to do the podcast, I'm like, I'm a very positive person. I don't really have a lot of positive things to say. I wasn't going to share that, so I'm glad you did. And uh, so, and then I listened to Bill Nixon's and he wasn't all, you know, he was, he was very real about yeah. what was going on. And, and so that kind of loosened me up a little bit about, uh, about that. So right now, as we sit, I would say, I think we're a thousand times above where I would have thought we would have been really. Um, which I think bodes well for when we do come out of this. I think some of the things that concern me about coming out of this is the change in consumer behavior. Mm -hmm. Like hopefully we'll get to a point. I don't know if you've ever been to our showroom on a Saturday afternoon, but it's very, very packed. And mm -hmm. uh, it all happens at about two o'clock. And I think that there's going to be some people who maybe are going to test drive a car and they're going to come back and they're going to not want to come into the showroom because there's too many people. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to adapt to that. So just last yesterday, we got software that where we're basically going to be able to, for the customer that wants it, we'll basically be able to send you a text message. You'll pull up your phone and our finance managers will be able to go over every document with you on your phone. Yeah. And you'll be able to electronic sign it right on your phone um, or maybe not sign it or, but just be able to go over it. So you yeah. have it. Then we could even email you the paperwork. You could sign it, drop it off. So, those we're not there yet because it just launched last night. So we're working on it, trying to fine tune it, see how it works. So that's one of the things. Um, another hot topic in our industry is home delivery. Um, Carvana, I'm sure people have seen the ads. Um, they're um, absolutely lighting money on fire. They're losing money. They're a public company. And that's their whole premise is that they'll deliver the car to, to, to the house. We're not seeing a consumer demand for that. We feel that, they're just kind of forcing. We did know. deliver a vehicle this morning. I did deliver a vehicle <laughs> this morning. <laughs> um, but uh, we're not, if a customer is asking for it, we'll do it. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is going to force that issue more um, towards people expecting it because at the end of the day, like you, people want to come test drive the car, smell it, drive it. They might want to look at a Jeep, a Ford Explorer, uh, uh, compare that to an Acadia to compare it to a Toyota Highlander. They just don't know. And, to really narrow it down online and then have it delivered to your house with all the paperwork already signed, the car already registered. And, and about six, six or seven years ago, we had the opportunity to listen to um, the CEO of auto nation, um, the former CEO now of auto nation speak about it. Mike Jackson, Mike Jackson and, and, and they had piloted trying to do home delivery. And he said, you know, people really don't like to have us at their house. They mm -hmm. don't like to transact at their house. Mm -hmm. They're kind of their personal space. Um, and so I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind. But on the flip side of that, people, do, people don't want to come to the dark car dealership and spend their whole day there. So mm -hmm. we're very fast. We've always been fast. We can get mm -hmm. you in and out. You can attest to it. Signing the paperwork, what, 
30 minutes done, you know, oh, yeah. well, time to I like to think, I like to think that I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the fastest transaction car transaction you guys got. Cause yeah. I, I don't want, I love you guys, but I don't need to spend any time in there. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we're, we're very aware of that and we're set up well for that. Um, another point that you brought up was um, some dealerships just completely closing. And I think one thing that sets us apart is that we're very agile. We we've had people that have come up in this company that have done just about everything from that maybe are a manager now, but they started off as, uh, you know, a salesperson or maybe even cleaning cars. I mean, we, they, we have people here that can do multiple you jobs to wear a lot of hats. Yes. So our small team is, you know, able to do, able to do just about everything. I'm pretty much the head receptionist right now. I answer every incoming phone call, yeah. which has been quite a lot because people have a lot of time to think about things and call here. Um, <laughs> I think Mike likes it. Yeah. Continues to say no. So I think like, the other, no, no, the other no, no, day, no, though, I think I like talking to people. God, I should probably, I should probably back off the phones for the rest of the day today. I'm not. I, that that phone call didn't go so hot. Um, but, uh, but but that's, uh, but that's the that's the small business mindset with while while being able to adapt and grow with that you guys have done that I think that so many people have failed at. Um, as you grow, you lose that family touch like you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk you up any more than I already have Jay but when I see you I saw you at Northeastern Savings Bank a little bit uh you know a couple months ago and you were delivering a car I mean you got 15 million dollars in metal and inventory you've got multiple multiple millions of dollars in overhead and buildings and everything else you've got 127 families that you uh, make sure a paycheck comes into and you still get a high out of delivering a, a a car to an individual um, yeah. But I think that, that that's going to be one of the factors that will carry us through. Our repeat and referral number is always in the range of 45 to 50%. So mm-hmm. if you shut off every form of advertising, yeah. we're still going to sell, you know, under normal circumstances, 200 cars a month, just based on our yeah. customer base. And you have to do things like that in order to get that repeat and referral. Yeah. So I, I enjoy yeah. as much as I can. Yeah, no, that's... That's good stuff. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm so uh, inspired by just all of the businesses you guys have gone through as, as Mike shared all of the gambit of emotions. You know, when I started doing this, I had a couple of people that are a lot like Mike. Um, I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm a positive person by, by choice. I, I wake up every day and know that I can have a decision, but I'm, I'm deciding not to be too happy right now. And, and the reality is it sucks. This, this does suck. This isn't, uh, this isn't meant to sugarcoat or, or ignore the fact that this is the, hopefully. Well, when we first started out, when I was next to Dunkin' Donuts there, I think we were stocking, you know, 30, 40 cars at the time and 9-11 hit. Yeah. And I remember we didn't sell a car for two weeks. And I always told that story. Well, this yeah. is far worse than 9-11. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, I mean, what's happened now is just. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the you've had, uh, you've had 9-11, you had, uh, um, you had Y2K. I mean, forget, you know, people forget about Y2K, but that, that crippled a lot of people. I mean, the spring water business was phenomenal to be in because everybody needed to have something to drink and I, I stocked them up good, but everybody else was, was saving their money to, to buy water for me and not buying cars and not buying stuff uh, until, until the clock struck, struck midnight. Then you had 9-11, you get the recession of 08, 2010, 2007, really, uh, 2007 really started to kind of click in. Um, we've had MERS, SARS, swine flu, bird flu, Ebola. We've had all these different things. This, you could take all the things from 1999 up to three weeks, uh, five weeks ago and, and add them up. And it still doesn't equal to 
the pain and suffering that people are going through right now. You talk about Billy Nixon, that's a $2.5 trillion business industry that every place that has a convention center is, is just completely devastated right now. They got nothing coming in. So, you know, one of those things is, um, you know, how do, how do we get through this? And the biggest, the way to get through it is by doing something, which is what you guys do, which I applauded. I'm excited that you're, that you're doing the drive ups and that you're thinking about, I think, um, I think you guys are spot on. I think that people are not going to want to sit. I think that there's going to be a, a period of time, even when we get back to normal and everything's lifted, that there's going to be germophobia. We have spent way too long confined and sheltered in place and washing our hands every three minutes and wearing rubber gloves. I got be awesome masks. I mean, how ridiculous is this, right? Like I sat here and I was like, no, absolutely no way. I'm not, what am I kidding me? And, and I, I think that you're going to have people walking in with masks on. Where anytime you saw that, people were sick. And now they're just doing it to try to protect themselves, thinking that everybody else is sick. And like when you, I, I've been in the grocery store once in five weeks and I walked in and it was like you had three types of people. You had the person that would run into a cereal kiosk uh, to get away from you because they think you're sick. Then you had the person that, that's looking at you thinking that you think that they're sick. And then you have the random person that's just oblivious. It's touching all the fruit. It's touching. It's touching. It's touching all the fruit. Peeling all the corn to get. Peeling ten years of corn to get one out of it, right? Um, and you don't want that last one. You want the first two, and you want to make them comfortable. So I really love the, the the fact that you guys are doing that. I think, you know, Mike. I talked to you and your sales team that Saturday. I think. I think the statistic, and I, I could be wrong, but it's like eighty-two prior to all this stuff happening. It's like eighty-two percent of people that buy cars don't like the experience. Like they they dread the idea of the experience. Um, and you guys constantly trying to to make that experience as pleasant and as quick as possible is well, that's the haggling process. That's the main driver to that 82%. Yes. We went to a no haggle system back in 2003. Well, that's, that's that, that was actually me. The next thing that I was going to talk about, um, cause I want people to understand that haven't bought a car from you and haven't understood what the experience is. Cause it is completely different. I mean, at this point of the, of the game with me, the last two cars that I bought, I didn't want, there's no way I would have picked the last two cars. My dad, uh, and I'll tell you the reason why. First, first reason on my pickup truck in 1986, my dad bought a black Ford Ranger five speed black with red vinyl interior, not a crew cab, not an extra cab, you know, three, three wide, uh, you know, you sat hick in the middle and then, you know, my mom on one side, my dad on the other, we drove around town. That's how I learned how to drive. That's how I learned how to drive a standard. So I was a Ford guy. So I've had the Ford expedition, the Ford Ranger, I've had the Ford, um, F-150 that, that lasted forever and blew the motor and everything. And, and the, the motor finally died on it because I'm, I'm kind of hard on my stuff. I called Mike. I said, hey, Mike, uh, you got any good Fords in the lot? He goes, yeah, I got a great one. Come on down. And I go down. And there's a Dodge Ram Laramie sitting in the front for me to take, his, take a drive in. I said, well, that's not a Ford. He says, drive it. You're going to love it. Now, this is a guy that's got a Ford. He's telling me to drive a Dodge. I, I got to tell you something. Not for nothing. That is the most incredible driving truck. I'm giving Dodge a plug here. That is the most amazing truck I would never consider buying if it wasn't for Mike. It's actually called a Ram now, but. Oh, Ram. I'm sorry. Is it, is it called a Ram? I call it a Dodge. So it's a yeah. Ram. Is, <laughs> is it made by Dodge? Chrysler. Chrysler yeah. yeah. Close enough. They've done a great job with the trucks. Yeah. Yeah, they got done rid, a great they, job. They've yeah. done a great job. They just got rid of Dodge and didn't tell me. So yeah. they got a Ram. So I'm giving Ram a plug. Rams is their truck line now. That, that goes to show how much I know. I know every Ford, but I don't know Ram. So I got a Ram. But, um. It's that experience. It's that trust. And it's, it's the fact that whatever it is that you guys have, I don't talk about the price of it. I come in, you give me an idea something that would fit my needs, fit my budget, fit everything. And you know me well enough now. I think you do this with everybody. 
but it comes down to the price. It's simple, right? So tell, talk about wh why you came up with that and how you came up with it. Yeah, I mean, you look at that when I you know back, go back to 1998, um, there was limited information out there uh, that the that the consumer had. And pretty much, unless you had a friend in the automotive business and could take a peek at his NADA book, a lot of people had no idea what a car was worth. Mm -hmm. Never mind now with the history reports and the amount of, I mean, consumers walk into our showroom. I mean, they've spoken to the previous owners. I mean, there's so much information on the vehicles now with the history and, and now the values and even things like car gurus, the valuation tools and things like that, um, that that's, that's great for the consumer. And that's really changed the industry and it's made it much more transparent. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we were a little ahead of the curve before we opened this store here. Uh, I secret shopped a lot of CarMaxes. I really like their process. And Tom Foliad, his CEO, is from Easton, mm -hmm. uh, from our high school, from all the range. See if you can get him on. Yeah, Rep Foliad. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know that. There you go. He's in the yeah. Olive Rames uh, Hall, of Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah. Quite the basketball He's now, player. since retired, he retired as CEO uh, probably about three years ago or so. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just love their process. And they were one of the first to go to a uh, you know, one-price structure, no-hassle Mm -hmm. structure and we went to a trust me it was uh it was it was scary to, to watch those first few customers walk out the door that were haggling over five hundred dollars mm -hmm. um, you know as a as a salesperson you want to make that sale right uh, so it was tough to have them walk out but nine times out of ten they'd walk right back in yeah well it's it's it's, it's your integrity uh you know we haven't literally over twenty dollars we haven't negotiated on a, a price of a vehicle it's shame on me if i do because that that's that's my word well, that's uh, we will make price reduction based on days in inventory, based on market changes. Yeah, um, we've made a lot of price reductions in our inventory right now, um, based on what's going on. So, getting back to your point, now's a pretty darn good time to buy. Buy well, that's, that's the risk, and that but that's a risk someone takes, and and you do, and you also, if I if I know correctly, you actually show when you make a price reduction on a vehicle on your website. Not on the website. Not a lot of the third parties. Okay. Yeah. They will. You'll, that um, you'll say, hey, there's an market alert. driven, day driven. Uh, in the end, our inventory doesn't go up in value on a daily basis, unfortunately. Right. So we have to stay ahead of it. Uh, yep. But we're watching, uh, we have market analysis tools that we're watching every day. Yep. To make sure we have the best value in the marketplace. Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, that's uh, you, the word you said was integrity. Um, it makes the process better. And I'm a salesperson by heart, uh, and I'm a huge price integrity person. And people have asked me before, uh, well, and I've I've given uh, countless referrals to you guys, and I'm not saying that for, well, yeah, for I'm not I'm not saying that for a pre, I'm not saying that for a t-shirt or coffee mug. I'm saying it because the, the, just the the every one that I do, I always say the price is whatever they tell you the price is. That's the price. Do not go in there and embarrass me and think that you're going into some other place that you can sit there and say I'm going to walk out or I'm going to do this. The price is the price. And if you yeah, don't and like I've it, I've always said. You know, I want to I want to be able to go into McGuire's and, and shake someone's hand and know that, you know, they paid the full price and the person next to them paid the full price. And right. And uh, but it was also fair price and it's a fair markup. And, yeah. you know, we're not we're not hammering people on the, on the price. And the average consumer spends 16 hours online researching a vehicle before they purchase it. So even even though a customer maybe from Easton, maybe like yourself, has bought, you know, five, six, seven cars from us they're still doing a lot of their research online, full well knowing that they're going to buy the car from us, but they still have a general sense of the market. Yeah. And the good thing for us is that we just want to, that we're, we're fortunate that they keep continue to come back to us um, yeah. be, and not go someplace else just because they found a better price up on the North shore to drive all the way up there. 
you know, that's, that's the key. I've done two years of research on that Tesla I want. So you know, <laughs> I, uh, be dropping. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what one can hope. Um, well, you the guys, higher price, the higher price cars drop the fastest. Well, I'll put that in my search tomorrow, Josh. <laughs> yeah, the 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 going the the go the go wing Tesla. I'll turn in my Ram, not my Dodge, and uh, <laughs> and I'll become an Uber driver in my spare time with plastic wrapped around me. Um, th this has been great, guys. I got to tell you, my hats off because this is this uh, you know from a, from a personal perspective, I love being able to talk and and work with people that I know and try to support them and help them. And if it makes a difference in one car, it gives somebody an understanding. Um, and you're absolutely right. When And, and I'll say this from a consumer standpoint, uh, you want to buy a car right now because I got an unbelievable deal when gas was $3 and $4 a gallon when the recession hit um, because nobody wanted to buy big SUVs and we love big SUVs. Um, so now is a phenomenal time for you to be looking at, um, looking at a car. Sp spend your 16 hours of investigating now so when you feel like you're up to it to go out the, to the lot behind me, uh, you can do it knowing and ed being educated on what you have. How do people get a hold of you? How do people schedule? Uh, how do people schedule the, the the test drives and and uh, and and buy the car? You guys do the financing and everything there. You want to give the rundown on that, and then we can let you guys get back to work. Yeah. So so borns dot com um, is is the website. Uh, all the everything's on there from the Carfax reports. Is the, all the information. Bornsofdaytona.com as well. Yeah, and then you got Borns of Daytona, mm -hmm. uh, and then on the lower end you got carbids uh, with a Z dot net. Um, and that's uh, those are a lot of our trade ins. Um, it's uh, you know mid level trade ins uh, mm -hmm. that just maybe have some cosmetic stuff, but we have looked at them mechanically, um, make sure that they'll pass inspection but more of a cash and carry uh, type of operation. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, we, we, we offer everything right here. You know, the financing, you can apply for that right on our website. Um, and uh, and it, it, if you want to schedule an appointment, um, you can submit a form on the website on any specific car. We have uh, Amy and Chris working from home and they'll schedule it. You can text right from our website um, or you can just straight up call here, 508-230-5885. Mm -hmm. um, we're actually going to push out, um, the time we're right now we're doing 10 to three starting on Monday. We're going to do 10 to five. Um, so, uh, we're, and we're answering the phones. Uh, you'll probably get going to say you're still answering all the calls, right? Yeah, I don't know about Monday. Um, but, uh, you can call in and it, it's, what's really helpful is just having already done the research on the website and knowing what specific vehicle or vehicles that you want. And we'll have a pull right up front for you. Mm -hmm. um, so that's you guys still buying cars from, from individuals. I know you were doing that a little bit. Well, one yesterday, each one Hummer yesterday. Oh, nice. Thousand, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll write you a check right on the spot. So, yeah. so someone wants to sell their car. Times are a little bit tough. They, they don't want to get into another car for a little bit. They, they call you that's call that same number. And, uh, and they can, and then you'll, you'll buy their car from them. Yeah. We'll set an appointment for them and then, um, uh, we'll, they'll come down. We'll just appraise it real quick and, uh, take, you know, we, we can put a number on a car in about five to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Our competitors that buy cars take about an hour to get a number out of them. And they don't even give you a check on the spot. They give you a draft check. Mm -hmm. And if you have a lien on the vehicle, if you have, if you have a loan on it, if you have a payoff, not a problem, we'll handle, we'll take care of the payment in-house straight to the bank. You don't get involved. The consumers get involved. So awesome. Well, Please you guys uh, keep that keep that head down in this wind and uh, and and keep plugging away. I'm 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 so appreciative that uh, you guys have, have come come doing what you're doing and keeping 
keep them trugging along. It's like I say, Mike, it's been a good, it's been a long couple of weeks. I'm glad I was, I was glad I was finally able to break you down and, uh, <laughs> and, and get you to get you to bring in uh, Jason for this as well. Jason, thanks for giving me your time. I like I to say this, is, this is, a, this is a, you appreciate know, time's time. valuable. So um, keep on, keep on keeping on and I'll be saving up for my Tesla uh, and the bat and the battery chargers. So we'll be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. So that'll do it for this episode of the awesome podcast. These guys are great. Absolutely. When you need a car, this is the place to get it. These are not paid advertisements. I'm getting zero from everybody. And I'm going to do this for as long as this thing carries on. Um, I want people to benefit and come out of this as strong as possible. And they'll remember me uh, down the road. I'm sure Uh, I make, I'm making myself very hard to forget. So, um, Hey, this has been a, this has been an amazing week from, from Jay Sullivan, uh, feeding the entire intensive care unit, Mass General, to Isabel Wilson, talking about um, how to buy a house online and le- learn about the, buying a car, pulling up, and taking a test drive, and doing this stuff. There's amazing people out there doing amazing things. I need more folks to come on board and let me know that they want to they want to chat. I'll do this again next week. I'm taking the weekend off. Going to uh, let my beard grow a little bit longer. Um, I got a I got a whole stockpile of shirts. We're going to make an announcement next week. Uh, about the be awesome, uh, be awesome gear and things of that nature. Um, I'm really excited to share with you Monday or Tuesday. But if you do a rating review, it helps me. It helps these guys. Uh, gets me more exposure and a better uh, better rating on the podcast channels, the iTunes one especially. If you do a rating and review, type in something nice to give me a, a good star rating. If you don't mind, if it's a bad star rating, reach out to me. Let me know how I suck. I'll fix it. Um, Josh at beawesome.com. But you do a rating and review, send me an email with the name, address, and size. I'll send you a t-shirt. Um, this, is, uh, this is something for all of us to get better at. So uh, in the meantime, if you can be anything, be awesome. Have a great weekend.